video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your hosts to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 182 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with the Hollywood homeboy living in the frozen village of Buffalo, Mr. Grizz. I'm surprised your electronics are working. I'm surprised you are working. I'm surprised (laughs) you don't look like fucking uh, Kurt Russell at the end of the thing at the moment, right? It's cold up there, snowy. All I was doing last week was nothing but working. We got a snowstorm on, uh, it started like Wednesday night, which lasted all the way until like Friday afternoon. Altogether about 20 inches of snow in that time span. So. Damn, damn. And one of, my main, of one of my main jobs at work is snow removal. So uh, you catch me out there fucking 5 a.m. with a goddamn snow blower looking like the abominable snow grizz <laughs> fucking covered head to toe in snow, dude. It was bad because it was windy. So like I'm snow blowing and I, I hit these fucking spots in the, in the sidewalks where the wind is blowing right at me. So no matter where I'm blowing the snow, it's, it's just hitting you. Fucking right in the face, dude. It's, uh, I get the icicles off the beard. It's fucking wild. Oh, man. Now, here's a question. Do you have, like, an office at all the buildings that you do? Or do you have to, like, get right back into the truck after, like, freezing your ass off? I mean, not really an office or anything. I can go inside in, like, the lobby area and just chill for a minute if I wanted to. But I'd rather just go back in my truck and get the fuck out of there. So. Damn, bro. I live, like, pretty close to all my buildings. Don't, don't tell any of my bosses this or anything, but I usually will just fucking go back home and warm up for a minute and fucking <laughs> go do what I got to do. Oh my God, man. Buffalo. What a, what a, like a, a winter wasteland, I guess you could say, right? You know, it's, it's funny, man. It's like got this reputation and it's true. Like there's, there's definitely times, uh, you know, a few years ago we had, you know, 13 foot in a short period of time. And that was like the worst of the worst that I can remember. But I mean, usually it's not it's not that bad. It's really like south of Buffalo, like the suburbs that are directly south of us that are like the shit show. You're guaranteed, you're guaranteed to get fucking feet upon feet of snow every year from Lake Effect. But I mean, it, it's all dependent on how the wind blows, you know, and that's exactly uh, what happened last week. The wind blew north and fucking downtown Buffalo gets buried three inches an hour at the heaviest, man. That's fucking wild. Now, here's a question. How come there's no, like, winter movies that take place in Buffalo? Like, the fuck, man? You know, it's 30 days a night, that shit. And it's a good question, especially for, like, the reputation that we have. And there's so many, like, really cool, real fucking, like, creepy stories that have happened on Lake Erie and stuff like that. Like, dude, I just listened to this story about this dude who, like... Uh, he basically was a normal guy and he liked to get away from his family and shit and go fishing on Lake Erie. And like, he took his boat out there one day and like his wife was all worried cause it was going to be stormy and the dude fucking disappears. Right. All they find mm-hmm. is his boat. Don't find him at all. Abducted. But yo, eight years later, this dude's fucking niece is halfway across the fucking country and sees this dude performing like archery stunts. It turns out it's her fucking lost uncle, but he's like, he's like, he's like, I don't know who the fuck your uncle is. Like, that's not me. My name's like Fritz or some shit. Right. And the dude, like legit, like it's like a, like uh, one of like the most like uh, legitimate cases of amnesia on the books. Really? Where the dude has no memory of like his previous life. Cause the dude was like, dude, I'll go to the fucking police department and get fingerprinted. Like I'm not the, I'm not your fucking uncle. I may look like him, but I'm not the fuck. I'm not your uncle, bro. Yeah. 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 So they go to the police department and the dudes, they're like, no, like you're the, you're the fucking uncle. Like you're definitely this guy. (laughs) And he's like, his mind was blown. No fucking idea. Wow. He had to pay the life insurance back to the wife that he fucking left before. dude. Yeah. Oh dude. It's like, there's a crazy story. So like, you're right. How come there isn't more like cool stories based around Buffalo, Lake Erie? Cause there's all kinds of cool shit that goes down around here. Dude, imagine that guy was like part of the whole feeders invasion. They sent the oh, evil twin down. I love it. I lo- he's the fucking <laughs> evil twin. Yeah, we had a movie like come out about Buffalo that was like 
all talked about because like Brad Pitt produced it and shit a few years ago. And it was the uh, it's all about the collections. All right. So I did. I did. I did debt collecting in Buffalo, which is like the the debt collecting capital of the USA, <laughs> but not in a good way. Like it's like the dirty deeds, Shady. like debt collecting capital. I did shit that I will not fucking mention on a podcast nationally for companies in this city when I was a debt collector, man. And like just recently one got popped for like doing this shady shit and by the attorney general. So like it still goes on. But there is a movie that was all about the 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 shady collection industry of Buffalo. And uh, dude, it was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they were trying to like use like uh, you know, specific jargon and lingo to Buffalo, and like they kept saying fucking jag off, and like I have never fucking heard a single person in this city use the term jag off, and if I did, yeah, I would yeah. fucking slap him in the goddamn face and tell him like to go Boston back to thing? fucking Boston. Exactly. Like, yeah. why the fuck are you saying that here? That's a you know. Speaking of Boston, that that's a great segue into uh, telling the people of the movie that we watched this week. This week, we watched the straight-to-video metal horror vampire movie, At Dawn They Sleep. Yeah. There needs to be a great, like, just black metal blast beat section right there. Yeah, yeah. All right. This movie has a 2.8 out of 10 rating on IMDb. I wanted to preface all things with that. Um... Now, <laughs> for a movie that's rated so low, we are pretty much, um, it, it's like a unanimous, uh, I guess, what, feeling that this is one of the best, like, straight-to-video, low-budget movies that we've oh, seen. And by we, I mean you, me, and Mr. Ernie Kegstand yeah. over at Laser Graves. Anybody I've shared this movie with, because I... I became across this at what was maybe almost two years now later i mean it's been a while since we originally saw this movie uh but i ended up like finding this movie on tape super cheap on amazon uh there was like new copies of it floating around and i and i bought it on a whim and i watched it and i immediately hit you up and i was like mike i am telling you right the fuck now go on amazon and buy this movie and as soon as you did it you went to ernie and you were like ek dude buy this fucking movie right now and, and it's become like the underground hit of our, our our friend group that at dawn they sleep is like truly a fucking masterpiece dude yeah we all kind of found out about this movie at the same time through each other and it's one of those things where you watch the movie and it has so many things in it that you talk about on a daily basis and like so many things that you find funny and like it's it was perfect. And I feel like it's one of those movies that people kind of don't give a chance because it's like um, so there's um, video outlaw movies, right, that you may know. From like the early 90s right like all the really hard to find ones like dead is dead uh zombie army all shit like yeah, that Shrek and stuff yep goblin um hard to find but there's all these other like later releases that are under that brand and a lot of them are kind of crappy right they're all like super low budget sleazy horror movies that for some reason we like just started buying right demon lust was that one yeah that was one yeah it's uh demon sex that was another one yes. that was on yeah that yeah. <laughs> yeah like we we just started buying all these movies and watching them and like some of them are okay like they're funny I, i'm not gonna watch them again but this one every once like, in a while holy fuck just like rot rot was another one exactly same company where it's like, yeah video outlaw yeah. that just was like holy shit this is a different level Lunatic that did out- that for me. Is that an yeah. outlaw? Video outlaw, oh, yeah. I have it and I didn't I didn't even realize that. Oh shit. I gotta go I gotta go adjust the shelf. <laughs> make sure they line up. Yeah, but some of these movies, like they just fucking it hits you like a hammer right in the goddamn head, right? And it's really amazing 
how there's so many sleeper low budget shot on video movies out there that just never got like another release or at least one that had any sort of promotion behind it and it's like you just find these gems out there and one of the great things about this podcast is we get to share with you the things that we found so you don't have to right yeah exactly yeah yeah. (laughs) we do the hard work for you and i think what you were talking about how this kind of gets overlooked i think uh well one because if you fucking search at dawn they sleep as we all know the first thing that will always pop up is the goddamn slayer song so if you're trying to search anything about this movie good luck with that uh, but also because of the time period, 2000, uh, it's kind of a, a rough time period in horror movies in general. You have the whole teen horror thing going on, which has pretty much dominated the the big blockbuster scene. So horror itself is at like a weird time place. So even shot on video, I think a lot of like the hardcore horror heads would look at something that says, oh, 2000 low budget shot on video and immediately be like, roll their eyes. I'm not going to waste my time on it. Uh, that's how I was for a long time, but I'm realizing that if you really can't be that way because you will miss out on some amazing things like dude, at dawn, they sleep is, is me in a movie. Like it, it really <laughs> like I couldn't, if someone were to ask me if, you know, name a movie that would did sum up everything that you love and all the things that you're into and something that would really describe your character, I would be like, Oh, you should go watch at dawn. They sleep because this is it, man. It's, it's fucking epic. Yeah, and it's when we say like, oh, it's like metal. It's like no, seriously, <laughs> this movie's fucking metal as fuck. There's there's black metal in it, right? There's yeah, death metal in it. Black metal, which is yeah. fucking awesome, especially at this time. Like it wasn't like I'm not saying it's mainstream now, but it's like hipster mainstream now. You know what I mean? Like oh, for sure, it's it's a different time period for black metal, dude. I mean, and he wasn't using like, oh, here's some fucking. Obviously, he couldn't use you know big name bands and stuff like that. But he used some amazing bands like uh, Arcanum, which is like one of my favorite fucking second wave black metal bands. That band fucking rules. Plus, he used local bands from like Chicago, like uh, Usurper, dude. Go watch some of their early two thousand music videos and tell me that band isn't fucking right now because they <laughs> rule, dude. And it's cool when you have movies like this. Same thing with like darkness, right? Where oh, it's yeah. like great example. It's not this mainstream fucking metal music or bands. You know, at that time, I bet you most people didn't know what the fuck was going on. But like darkness had all that metal in it, and yet again, another vampire movie that I think maybe uh, who was it? Brian Paulin that did this movie. Yes. Um, I, th- I think he saw darkness. Oh, he had to have some this. major influence, which, which dude, I'm, I'm glad he did because this is exactly, this is exactly what I think of when I want to see like a metal horror movie. And I think when most people hear the term metal horror, they're going to jump to that hair metal horror stuff like, yeah. because that's the go-to, you know? And even at the time period, when you have like kind of like this resurgence of, of heavy metal being in horror with movies like, uh, um, Queen of the Damned or Freddy versus Jason, it's fucking new metal. You know, it's all the kind yeah. of like stuff that's like popular and mainstream. Whereas this same time period, like you just said, this is all like death grind, fucking black metal. This is like a tr- the dude's wearing like the fucking cradle of filth with the yeah, goddamn yeah, yeah. like nun masturbating with the cross on its shirt. Like I'm like, dude, this this dude Brian's a fan. Like he fucking gets it. He probably rocks that shirt every fucking day. And he just happened to wear it for the scenes. So this movie is that kind of, uh, of sensory that you're getting from it is, is pure metal. In that scene, I was trying to see what was on his VHS shelf. Oh, I couldn't dude, make it out on the tape. He's got a head. He had to have had the, the, the best shit on there. I was trying to look yeah. at it too, but it looked, the lighting and stuff looked like your fucking room with all the different lights on and stuff. Yeah, so. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. So uh, why don't we hit the trailer to this thing and we'll uh, really get into it.
at dawn they sleep. Now, Grizz, I feel like the vampire genre really just fucking took us in, man. Like we were, if you go back, we, we, I guarantee you, yeah, dude, I guarantee you if, if you could go back, I mean, I guess I could, but I really don't feel like listening to that many episodes. I believe it was February of last year was our, our vampire month, right? Yeah, but we said, like, we're not really, at least I said, I, I don't want to speak for you, man. I don't want to get in trouble. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I at least I wasn't the biggest fan of the vampire genre, right? No, that, like, that's I totally wasn't, safe to say for both of us, for sure. I, I, I wasn't, um, I guess, as knowledgeable um, of the lower budget, 90s, 2000s, late 80s, whatever uh, shit. And I knew that I knew the names, but I didn't I didn't watch the movies because you're like, ah, oh, fucking I don't give a shit about a fucking vampire movie. How it's, it's stupid. But for some reason, vampire movies seem to be the most metal movies of everything that's like low budget of that time period. Late eighties to like two thousand. Oh shit, yeah, dude. dude. And I and I think that's why it's drawn us in and like why it it, it really has become the genre of the bad taste video podcast. I think it's the genre that represents us the best and it's not the, the Hollywood uh, vampire movies that do it for us. It is like you're saying these low budget. I mean, look at the Todd sheet stuff. Look at the uh, dude, the, the, like you were saying the darkness, like that movie, I think represents our podcast better than any other movie that's out there. You know, like that, I, I love that episode that we did. I love that movie. And that's why I probably love this movie so much because it has that same sensibility and all of these low budget horror, dude, even like the fucking book Walter stuff that we did with the fucking, the vampire, it, all of it, it all has this metal quality that is, is so specific to this low budget vampire genre. Yeah. And it's really amazing that like, so you give one a chance and then it's like, okay, I'll, I'll give another a chance. He give another a chance and they're like, wow, this is fucking, this was fucking good too. And it's like, okay, I don't need just metal ones now. Let me just watch like another one. You watch it and you're like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck have I been missing? And then all of a sudden it's like an avalanche. Let me just watch every single and low even budget like vampire film I can find. Specific metal ones still feel fucking metal because they just have like the same the same vibe as the other ones that did have the metal in them so you're like oh this is all the same like not all the same but like this is all in the same family of things that i really fucking enjoy well look at like city of the vampires like dude it, it's not necessarily a metal movie but it fits with this i think at least you know what i mean um kingdom of the vampire like another one it's not a metal movie per se but like I don't know. It still fits with with these, and I think it's that low budget, like vampire genre. I guess I don't know. It's like this thing that they all have, and it's like a very specific time period, and I I love it now. And I try to find other movies that give me that same feeling, and it's like very hard for some odd reason. All those like Dead Alive, Burning Moon movies and shit. You're watching them and you're like, I like it. It's really cool. You know, I'm going to watch this a million times, but it doesn't give me that same like, like, wow, I'm really into this, you know? And for some reason, it's that metal vampire thing. Who the fuck knows? Or low budget vampire thing. I don't know. It, it's it's a, it's like a low budget vampire thing with the side of the low budget horror metal vampire thing. So I, I I think that it's like for me, you know, right now it's it's darkness is like the the top dog of the yes. podcast for us and of the genre, and I would dude I would probably put at dawn they sleep at the number two spot, yeah, in this podcast for our our top movies in my opinion, darkness and then at dawn they sleep they go hand in hand for this this genre and and, and our and our show specifically. Damn, dude. Because there's a lot of good, you know, movies in that, I guess, uh, area. 
Darkness, At Dawn They Sleep, Kingdom uh, Kingdom of the Vampire, City of the Vampires, uh, also uh, vampires and other stereotypes, like not necessarily like a full-blown Dude, vampire Kevin movie. But yeah, that's it is a vampire movie, though, and it also feels metal as fuck, dude. You're absolutely right. I love it. So this one specifically, we keep saying it feels like darkness. We keep saying all, you know, all these other movies. I got to also say this dude reminds me of Todd Sheets in, uh, in like all the, every movie that he plays a character in, in the early nineties, this guy just Brian Paulin. Yeah. Just looks like him, especially from like, uh, uh, what's it called zombie nightmare like looks oh yeah totally 100 percent. like he could be in that crew he, he could totally be in that crew or he could 100 percent be mark Wahlberg cosplaying as fucking gangrel from wwe <laughs> he could absolutely be that character also <laughs> so this is another thing um with this like a gang i guess you could say right this guy's like some, running some sort of cocaine syndicate and He's a ruthless businessman willing to kill for some money, right? And he ends up getting involved with these otherworldly beings, mostly being, you know, angels, which is very funny, which is awesome. And uh, there's also like some sort of demonic character, right? Would he be a demon? That guy, some sort of demon. Yeah, I didn't catch the name specifically. You could tell like Brian's very into like biblical fucking shit as far as like the whole because it's all accurate to like you know ancient stuff that he's obviously been reading and stuff like that about like the angels were supposed to be given the earth and then the fucking humans got it and it pissed the angels off and Is stuff that really a thing yeah it's really a thing so like you could like for me like i like i'm like all right brian's done his fucking homework he's obviously into fucking some some dark cool shit i'm into this whole fucking vibe so immediately i was into it because i'm like fuck yeah this is some evil shit so then like i keep getting <laughs> more into it and like he just does he keeps very accurate to like uh as far as i don't know what the 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 specific term is but like all the the religious stories about this stuff he is right on fucking par with see that's something i had no clue uh you know nothing i don't don't really have a background in theology of any sort there you go theology Um, that's the fucking way so you got you know the words though bro you (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know it's it's a cool story he eventually gets turned into a vampire by an angel him and his buddy both get turned into vampires by angels and uh you know more crime ensues he's sent on missions by these other beings um he's persuaded by the dark side i guess you could say to kind of turn on his his angelic yeah, he creators needs to, to kill an angel so that this demon can feed on the blood of one and then enter the angel realm to fucking wreak hell such a cool story I, man i kind of like that idea in the movie where like angels live on one plane of existence like those demons live on another plane of existence and like we're on like a third plane of existence yeah. right like it's cool it's, it's an interesting concept man and and it is a cool thing how uh i don't know like the the angel thing is so it, it could be so corny like it could be very very done poorly but like for some reason everything that like brian does besides his sound mixing is done extremely well in this movie yeah. like oh I my was god dude so blown. like even like the angel wings and shit i'm like bro like they spent six grand on this movie. Those are some fucking decent wings. Like those look fucking mad good for being low budget. Dude, fuck that shit, man. All the gunplay in this movie is insanely good for a low budget yes. film. Insanely Dude, good. They built a fucking wall of a house to drive oh. through in a low budget <laughs> fucking movie. Like it's so fucking awesome. In this movie, there's a scene where our main character, Steven, is like running away from these other, like, I guess they're not rivals because he was like talking to the guy before, but um he like he's running away i guess he runs into his house or his apartment all of a sudden the car comes right through the fucking wall they built the false wall for this shit it was definitely like a garage 
Yeah, that's it, what it looked like an open garage because you could see that like the, it didn't have a, like a ceiling on it. Like when like the car came through, it was just a wall. Like the shot oh, it was, was. Yeah, you could oh. see that it was just a wall. That like, but I think it was built in front of a garage so that they, they had like a place to drive into and shit. Like it was super smart, dude. They did so many cool things like that with this movie. What I was so impressed with is how they fucking went for it, dude. Like, they didn't have money, and they still were like, we're not going to let that hold us back. We're going to have these epic fucking scenes. We're going to have church burnings. We're going to fucking do it all. We're going to make epic miniatures <laughs> that are fucking look like churches. We're going to set on fire, and we're going to shoot it in a way that's fucking convincing. And they pull it off, dude. Like, I love that about this movie. I'm, I'm just going to say, this is just my personal taste. If you're going to do a miniature for a movie and you're going to burn it, make sure that thing is at least like five feet tall. Like, please. Because you could tell the difference when the flames are like only oh, maybe like, like yeah, they're candle. very tiny. You, yeah, you could tell the difference. And uh, that scene is pretty funny, though, that they would put that in. It looks like when like you'd, you'd watch all the way to the end of like a Salt City release and you see like oh, the shit. little miniature yeah. of like the fucking thing. That's what that reminded me of. But you know what? The movie's so good. Don't matter to me. It still works. I get what he's trying to do. What I love is uh, I love the opening of this movie because it, it opens like an action movie. And it, this movie really does give like a really hardcore action movie vibe throughout it. It's 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 a horror gore, you know, splatter film, but it's it's subgenre is definitely action. Like you said, all the gunplay and stuff. Uh, and it starts with a really cool, you know, like, oh, you took my five kilos of cocaine kind of fucking thing. And these amazing, like, fucking headshots of these two dudes who have, like, stolen these drugs from Brian, like the, the character Brian Pollen plays. And it really just sets off, like, this, like, adrenaline rush in me when I watch this movie where I'm like, all right, here we fucking go. And then it kicks you in the face with fucking black metal in the opening credits. And I'm, like, buckled up. I'm like... This is going to be a fucking movie. And I think that's how every fucking movie should start, man. Dude, I I texted you. I'm like, I forgot how good the beginning of this movie is because the headshots aren't just it. He like goes to get a drink out of the fucking refrigerator and the bottles explode in the fridge. And it's like another gang coming, trying to shoot him. Right? Oh, yeah. They're trying to assassinate him. And there's just this huge gun battle. And they're definitely using like blanks and stuff. You see casings coming out of the guns. Like, holy shit, man. But they're doing all like the action moves that you saw in movies where like the guy's <laughs> diving next to it. Like uh, they dive like across from each other, shooting and stuff. The dude jumps on like so a dive. And slides across the fucking floor <laughs> shooting <laughs> the <laughs> gun. Dude, I loved it. Dude, it's just like a wild gunfight. And it's and it's a low budget movie and it's awesome. It's almost like um uh what's it called? Uh Deadbeat at Dawn. Oh where like they yeah, have yeah, that, yeah. They're, when they're in the cemetery. It reminds me of that. The but action scenes guns. are very similar to, to to Deadbeat at Dawn. Now, like you're saying, like that's very kind of like hand combat but as far as the way it's shot and the intensity of it, it it's very similar to that yeah because like you're used to watching these movies and it's like okay he's gonna shoot him in the head but you're not gonna see it and then it's like in this one it's like he shoots him and you see it happen and it's like oh okay that's this is how it's gonna be and it's really it makes the movie that much better like it doesn't hold back at all no. not one part of this movie is like um, I guess like toned down for whatever oh, reason. Absolutely not. I mean, and speaking of which, my you know we kick it off with once they become these vampires, once these uh, these two groupies, which is this is really a story about how the dangers of bringing home groupies really is. So I hope a lot of musicians can watch this and and take something with them from that because these two groupie angels turn these two guys into these vampires and. From there, they basically tell them, look, you got to get fucking... Oh, dude, how about the vampire transformation scene? When they when they actually become... it's You would think it's like a fucking werewolf scene almost, but they're covered in like these fucking ooze and like... Dude, I was super blown away with that whole like becoming the, the vampire... The like cocoon that they're in and yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude, and, like, super fucking cool. But once they hatch from the fucking cocoons, or the mancoons, I guess we should call them. The oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, another one. Dude, all about the mancoons this year. So <laughs> the fucking, uh, the angel basically tells them, look, you know, this is what the deal is. You got to go feed. Like, you have to sustain life. And the only way of doing that is you have to go eat a priest. Or you have to, like, feed off of, like, a holy man 
and shit. That's like the best. Yeah, it has to give you the best powers, which is you're probably true. It's fucking the good juice. So they fucking go to this church, and dude, madness. They, they rip this guy apart, man. They, Jesus Christ. Everything him. that happens in these in this this whole scene is just insanity. Decapitation of the one guy, the spleen ripped out of the other one. It, it's <laughs> and then there's a scene of a fucking nun getting her vagina torn off. It's, it's oh yeah, dude. And they show like they show like the vagina, dude. Out. Yeah, like oh, not her. They don't show her vagina, but they show the, the vagina in the chick's mouth who just tore it off. Like <laughs> it's fucking gnarly, dude. I'm like Brian gets it. I'm like, this is he, it. He gets when, it. When the demon like uh, proposes like his deal to Steven, and then like Steven accepts, and he like shoots the, the like the fucking hentai. Oh. Very, <laughs> like, very pornographic. His, Jesus yeah, Christ! Like in his <laughs> mouth and his eyes and shit, and then he's coughing up all the black blood after. That's so cool. Oh, and then he he feeds him a baby. Here, Yo, that's, that's right, dude. And the baby's noise that it was making was like sh- like a rattle going. Oh my god, dude! I was super impressed with the demon's makeup. All the makeup was done by Brian Paul, and also he did all the special wow. effects. And dude, like that was like a, like a rip off of like the legend demon from fucking. That's, <laughs> it's so funny that you like said that? that. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I thought. Dude. But like it looks super good, but it was like all black and like I what Brian understands is how to shoot low budget and to make it look extremely well with what he has. Like if you were to shoot that demon in a in uh uh any kind of lighting head on, it would probably look so corny, dude. Yeah. But to do it at the angles that he did in the dark with the shadows casting, it was so realistic. I'm like Bravo, dude. This is creepy as fuck. Then you, like you just said, he shoots him with his fucking tentacle dicks and his fucking eyelids and shit, dude. It gets all weird. I'm like, this is the weirdest, coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's making you feel things. Yeah, right? dude. It creeped me out. My fucking spine was tingling and shit. Side note on that, later on in the movie, all of a sudden, Steven has like venom power. Yeah. He, he shoots d- the oh. tentacles out of his arm. I love that. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. So now here's a question I have for you. What's the biggest disappointment when it comes to like the monster reveal for you? And I'm not talking about how like the Slayer, you only get to see him for a little bit. I'm talking about like disappointment where you see it and you're like, wow, that looks fucking terrible. In this movie? No, no, no. Like overall in any movie you've ever seen. Oh man. That's a tough one. Uh, I mean, just because it was like, you know, like you said, Slayer, it's because it was so quick and shit like that. And we've recently watched it, um, off the top of my head. I can't really, can't really pinpoint one where I was like, uh, this is super disappointing. I mean, do you have one like that you could think of like immediately? I mean, like the one that I know I was like disappointed at, uh, when I first saw it was humanoids from the deep. That was one where like. I I like saw like the cover of the movie and all this and that and then like you see the movie and it looks like it's like 1968 and the guys in the fucking you know giant that's foam like the suit. book Walter one right no 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 this is like oh, a fucking that's a, that's Atlantis sorry yeah 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 sorry I haven't I haven't seen either of those so I didn't, I got those confused oh um, like <sighs> just like a shitty monster in a movie where you were like so pumped until you fucking saw it. I have no idea, dude. No, I can't, I no, can't I, I, I don't. I don't like really think of like anything where I've been like overly excited to see like a monster in a movie or something like that, and then it was like really let down by it. I mean, I could think of one where I was really surprised, and that was the um, that movie that I watched uh, like about Hitler and Sasquatch like last what? year. It was, <laughs> dude. It's like the weirdest fucking movie about like how this guy killed Hitler and then killed the Sasquatch in the same weekend. Like <laughs> what the fuck are you watching? That's a, it's a new movie. Like it's All a right, new dude, one. I got to look this up. Cause like, okay, oh, th- it's called the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. All right. And it's fucking Sam Elliott who plays like, yeah, dude, I'm telling like I know it's like what? Yeah, like how the fuck would Sam Elliott do this? Dude, I'm telling you, and like Sam Elliott has like this fucking like wrestling 
deathmatch with a Bigfoot at the end of this movie. And it blew my fucking mind, man. Like, it is the wildest thing that you'll ever watch. I, I think I've mentioned this probably like a year or so ago on the show. And if, and if anybody watched it then, and if you maybe heard me talk about it then, go and fucking watch it now because this movie will blow your fucking mind. Where did you watch that movie? Where could I where could I see that? Uh, I I watched it. I think it was on like Netflix at the time or some shit like that. It was streaming. Oh, it's on Hulu, I believe, right now. So oh shit, man, that's some that's something that maybe we can. Bro, maybe we could cover that. I would know. absolutely love to cover that movie. You'd that, be in. You'd you be know, in for that? you know, February would be cool to do like that kind of like an over the top, like horror spoof movie type of thing. Like we could do like the editor, and we could do like uh, the man who killed Hitler and, and the Bigfoot, and, and find other movies of that like uh, horror genre runoff spoof kind of a thing. If you know any movies that are kind of like those two, yes. let us know. Maybe we'll cover them in February. I would love I'm, that. I'm digging this idea. I'm it's digging weird. it. It's so weird. Okay, so at dawn they sleep, low-budget vampire movie filled with black metal, filled with angels, there's a demon, there's murder, there's mayhem, and then you have the ending. Chris, explain the very ending to me, please. When the angels are like on earth in the forest. Can you explain that to me? Because I have no clue. It starts raining blood. Uh, I don't know if that was just trying to be another Slayer uh, reference in the movie, but yeah, I think so for for me personally, the movie ends uh, with the death of the Brian Pollen character. Like once his like the sword goes through his head and shit like that, to me like that's the ending scene. Everything after that <laughs> is really fucking confusing and like I don't really know if it adds anything to the story. Uh, that is the downfall of this film. I think is the last five to six minutes, the weird angel sex scene thing that happens, and then like the corpse convulsing and puking everywhere. I think it was really just kind of like a, I think it was Brian Pollen jerking off on camera. I think at yeah. that point, you know, like <laughs> what other weird grotesque shit can I fill to make this an hour and 20 kind of a thing? Is it supposed to be that they're making everybody vampires? I, I can't even Is, say, I mean, I, I, that's a great, that's a great takeaway. I mean, that's more than I read from it, but I could definitely could see that. Uh, I, I, I sense sense that the Brian Pollen character is dead, and he was the one that was supposed to be stopping the angels, and the other guy who was the vampire who was like still working for them from you know taking over the humans. I would uh -huh. assume that that would be the case. That would make sense. Cool. That's kind of cool if it's that. Because then, uh, yeah, because know. then like the bad guys technically win in the end or whatever. Can, you know the. Can, can we get in contact with him? Is Brian? Uh, oh yeah, he does all kinds of shit, dude. Like we could probably get him on the show, no problem. Can I? Can I put you on that task? Can you ask him that? Yeah. What the hell was the end of that supposed will, to mean? I will seriously ask him and see if we get some answers. All right, please, cool. please right. give me a detailed description of the ending of At Dawn yeah. They Sleep. Yeah, I mean we're fans, but Huge we just want to know what bro. the hell. Yeah, we want to just know what it means. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think about his buddy? Is that Ian? Is the guy's name Ian? Yeah. I, you know. At first, I didn't care for him, but this is probably like my third, fourth watch now as we did for this podcast. I love that character, dude. There's, there's he something, grows on you. Yeah, he does. There's something like very traditional, like 80s vampire about him that I really like. Like, like Brian is very new metal head looking, but yeah. there's something very like 80s, not preppy, but just like the way he looks just is like... That skinny, gaunt kind of like vampire that you would kind of see from like Salem's Lot or something like that. It was very, very cool, man. I like him a lot. I also like the difference in personalities where he's not as, I guess, aggressive, you could say, right? Like he's not as like fucking kill everything and all that. And he doesn't, I guess, I guess he doesn't, uh, he's not in with the this other demonic plan too so no, that's yeah, kind he, of a problem right which make them opposing forces which which puts them at odds in the end i do yeah. love the scene with him where 
uh, they've already become vampires, and the uh, the opposing you know drug dealing dealer you know gang or whatever in the town has one of their dudes come and shoot fucking Brian the what is his I keep calling him Brian but what the fuck is his his name is Steven in the in the movie who was like the other vampire guy uh, they shoot him and he calls up Ian is like they gotta come get me they fucking shot me and they're driving in the car and they see the guy that shot him and they fucking run him down and they take him into the woods and they got him with the fucking axe and Ian just starts hacking the shit out of him right in the fucking leg and stuff dude (laughs) Dude, cutting body parts off off. yeah dude love that scene so good It, it it felt very like gangster action movie but was also still very horror gore movie at the same time I like when he slams him in the head with it Oh, that's the, the dude. Like, and it's all about the camera work. Like I said before, like the the way that it's shot and like the angle of like the, you see him flip him off and then you see the fucking head still and then it caves in. It looks so believable. It looks so good, man. I'm like, this is it. Beautiful. I wonder what the, uh, I wonder what the actual budget was for this movie. It says around six grand. I mean, I, I could There's almost, no way. I could almost believe it, dude. No way. It had to be more. I don't know. Like, on, on what? Like, the effects and all that shit. All the rounds that they use for the guns. Yeah, like, I mean, that could be true. If they're all if they're all legitimate, you know, bl- you know, using real blanks and all of them and shit like that, that could be expensive or whatever, but... And they're uh, using real guns in a lot of these scenes, it looks like. It could it just be look Brian's. like they're bullshit. He could just have a stack. He's a fucking doomsday prepper, right? He's a fucking Pat O'Brien fan from fucking Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> oh, my God. Is he out of jail yet, or is he still Who locked fucking up? fucking knows? But uh, <laughs> what, I, what I love in the ending, dude, and what is something that you don't see in a lot of uh, low-budget movies, or even like big-budget movies, and I think that they did brilliantly and was so convincing was the flying the two vampires in the end flying against one another i love that shit dude i don't know if it's if it's me if it's corny or what but i thought that looked so fucking cool dude dude anytime low budget movies do any sort of flying i'm in it's like the fake news broadcast dude and the way they did it is brilliant because it's a black screen with them in front of an obvious like smoke machine with a fan so the smoke is being blown into them, so it gives the appearance of that. Then they're they're like flying and shit, and it looks it looks amazing. I love. We're it. gonna have to do that. We're gonna have to do that. I one do. Day. Me and you should totally recreate that shit. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to do that. That'd we be will great. redo that scene, fucking word for word. It'll <laughs> so be awesome, dude. Funny. Oh my god, this movie is legitimately one of the most entertaining movies that you'll watch all year and i'm so glad we did it so early because now people can can try to track it down i mean it's available on vhs like you, you're not going to break the bank necessarily i don't think yet anymore yeah but it, it's worth getting either way yeah are there any other releases of this movie there is besides, a dvd uh, but i know it's also super hard to find so who was that released by same thing yeah video i had dvds as well Especially in the 2000s. I feel like I've never seen those around. I have a few of them. Like oh, you Cre- do? Like, like Cremains I have is a Video Outlaw Killer B DVD. Oh, wow. From that time period? Yep. Same time period. What's it? Does it have special features and shit? Actually, I should look. I don't know. I, I'm assuming it probably has something on there, but it, it's probably just a straight cut. So on November 12th of 2021, a copy of At Dawn They Sleep sold for... 1999 boom baby still can one get it bid. for a good price yeah so i guess somebody i don't know i don't know if it was buy it now or whatever but it says one bit oh best offer accepted there you go so i don't know that's a that's a that's a, a lucky good deal person because me. they're getting a great fucking movie at a great price yeah yeah <laughs> um grizz so you say darkness number one yes. this number two what 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 do you think separates these two from the rest? And I'm talking about the ones we like too, like Kingdom of the Vampire yeah. and City of the Vampires and stuff. What makes these two like that much better? Is it the metal? Is it the movie themselves where it would have been effective even if that didn't have metal in it? What do you think? Well, I mean, I definitely don't think that the, I think the effectiveness does diminish when you take out metal. 
that definitely plays a role for me personally and and how great these two specific movies are but it's also the intensity of the films man like neither of the films hold back on on the gore on the viciousness of the violence they they seem like real characters in both the films also which is is something that a lot of the other low budget vampire movies lack like these are believable characters to me like brian seems like a fucking metalhead you know lunatic who who could be steven like that seems believable to me and in the movie darkness all of those people are are not they don't seem like they're playing a part they seem like they're themselves in a movie which is is what makes it special and i think that's what these two movies kind of hold higher uh in regards to the other ones do I feel like uh, Steven's character, like a little bit later on in the movie, kind of starts dressing and looking like Liven a little bit from oh, Darkness. Oh, yeah, the, the, the black trench coat and everything. And yeah. It looks real good, dude. Yeah. You got the tentacle and, uh, arms. I agree with you, though. Like, the metal definitely does add to these movies. And I guess it's because, like, we're not very used to hearing, like, the genre of music that we prefer. Right. And like, yeah, you're going to hear metal, like you said, in like early 2000s, you can hear new metal things. And there's movies that have some like death metal in it and all that, all that shit, heavy metal stuff. But rarely do you get like a movie that's using like legit black metal songs. Yeah, grindcore. You know what I mean? It's, and it's not like, like a joke. It's not, it's not part of some gimmick in the movie. You know what that's, I mean? Like, dude, fucking, yeah. God damn. Yes. What the hell was, what the hell was that movie with the, uh, the kids band and they play like the devil song or whatever oh the fucking was it death gasm yeah now that movie i i like that movie mm, it's entertaining I pass on it dude but it, like it they always comes but they talk 40. about like well that's the thing they talk about all this shit and then like they play the music and it's like nothing like it you know yeah. what i mean but the devil's him in that does sound pretty cool that's that's a big thing with a lot of the the metal horror movies is that it's always talks about how evil the music is gonna be and then you hear the music and it's always like the fucking pussiest shit you could possibly imagine so yeah that's why these ones are special they fucking live up they they give you another no bullshit well look at last week with shock i'm dead Oh, supposed yeah. to guys, guys looking like he's coming straight off a wasp fucking album cover. And I'm a playing virgin the fucking, girl. Yeah. Fucking sing a song like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Grizz, um, I don't know if I've asked you this before, but Lords of Salem metal movie. Absolutely. I think that is go. a metal movie, dude. And that I, we've talked about this, that that's, that's actually like both of ours favorite Rob Zombie movie. Uh, yeah. And one that I think we should definitely that that'll be the 2022 Rob Zombie film that we cover. Uh, I oh. think that I, I think that that is a great uh, example of uh, a metal horror film that's not in your face metal the whole time, but gives you like a lot of metal vibes and imagery that instantly takes you to that place in your mind. Yeah, it's the atmosphere. Yeah. Just like, I don't really necessarily like The Witch, but The Witch is a metal movie. It's metal as fuck, right? Like The atmosphere puts you in that mood. You can put on a fucking, like, uh, you know, Put on any second album. wave album, dude. Any second wave album, and you put The Witch on as a soundtrack, and you're like, oh, this is fast. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking in it, dude. Or you could just put, like, a Sun album on. <laughs> just drone out, dude. That'd be awesome. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll try that one day. Oh, dude, I got super stoned one time and I put the this fucking this this band Bong. They're from like Sweden, I think. But that's the name of the oh band. It's God. like straight drone, dude. I got so high and shaved my head to that shit. And it was like a religious experience that I was having. Sixteen hours in the later. Yeah, I was like, well, my eyebrows were gone. I was fucked up, dude. It was horrible. <laughs> you look like fucking powder, right? <laughs> <laughs> trying to bend spoons with my mind <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh, um, shit. <laughs> now, I, now i'm like i'm at a loss for words after hearing that <laughs> um okay so at dawn they sleep one of the most metal movies that uh we've watched on this podcast highly recommended by both of us Go try to find a DVD. Go try to find a VHS tape. Go, go. I don't know. Just try to find this movie and watch it, please. It's watchable. If you search it, it is watchable. Yeah, it's out there. It's out there. 
Grizz, any, anything else you want to say about this one? If you need anything else to convince you to watch this movie immediately, this movie has a scene where they reference sticking a beer bottle up Lars Ulrich's asshole. Yeah. Go watch yeah. it. What more do you fucking yes. need? That's it. Yeah. I agree. There it is. At dawn they sleep. Now it's time to head to the video drop box. Alright, Grizz, we're here in the video drop box. I like to imagine us driving in like a fucking like a 1980 Camaro right now. T-tops. Right? Hell yeah. 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 Fucking zero zero power. Yeah, zero power to the car, right? <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, we're showing gas off, shortage. Baby. Not gas shortage, but emissions fucking you in the butt. <laughs> and uh, we're figuring out what we're going to see Friday night. Right? It's 1989. Cold as fuck, so maybe we don't have the T-tops. <laughs> <laughs> We're heading to the theater. And Grizz, what are we going to see? We're going to see what would become my all-time favorite 80s hard rock heavy metal horror movie, Black Roses. <laughs> now, something that kind of surprised both of us was that this was released on January 3rd, 1989. Yeah, um, we, seems late. Yeah, you know, technically it's a 1988 movie, but this also is not a, um, I mean, it's, it's not an American movie. This is this is from Canada. Oh, no shit. I, how did I not know that? It makes total sense. Fucking Canadians, oh, man. They rock. Uh, fucking fucking for sure let's hit the trailer let's talk a little bit about this because i know you have a lot to say already before you know i, I want to give you a little space to let everybody know how breathe. yeah how much they have to prepare for next week so let's hit that trailer let's make blood city It was the kind of place where nothing much ever happened. But the nightmare of every parent in town has just arrived. The disciples of the devil are invading our town and threatening to steal our children away from us. Turn up the power! comes the biggest thing to hit Mill Basin ever, and they try to stop it. They don't understand what a great honor this is. They didn't have to pick Mill Basin for their first concert. I don't suppose there's any real harm to them. I haven't heard this song on their album before. Once their fears are laid to rest, the stage is set, the message given, the virus of evil turned loose. You know how to take care of your old stepdad, don't you? Yes, I do. Where have you been? I told you not to go out tonight. Did you go and see that show after I told you not to? 
I love you, Dad. Why do we have to study all these dead writers? I mean, there's a poet alive today who writes rings around him. Damien. I'm tired of living in the past. I'm living now. I said I want you to write. I've brought you a present. of evil. What in the hell is going on here? Evil. The flowers will ignite the flame of death. With my kids, you son of a bitch! Your kids. You had your chance. Now they're mine. Everything your parents ever told you about rock and roll just might be true. Black Roses, the hottest band this side of hell. Black Roses. Okay, Grizz. Black Roses, man. Tell me why Black Roses is your favorite 80s heavy metal horror movie. Booby Monster. That, that's it? Booby Monster, the booby bro. Monster? That's amazing. I mean, come on. What else do you, what, what else do you need? It's got a booby monster. It's fucking awesome, dude. This one has one of the better soundtracks, he said, right? Oh, dude, the uh, the soundtrack on this movie is it's fucking awesome. You, you're gonna get some Lizzie Borden, which is fucking awesome. Some Bango Tango, some Hollow's Eve, some Tempest, some King Cobra. Damn. We're Damn. gonna bring it to you, baby. I cannot wait to watch this and talk about it. I love doing all these metal movies. This one, especially because there was some money behind it and there was some actual musicians involved and everything. Yeah. So, you know, when that happens, it's it's not going to be like a shock of dead. It's 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 one step above shock of dead. Right. Like they actually everybody knows how to play their instrument, not just the guitar player. And, and the song, the the main song for this, uh, this me against the world, dude, I fucking love that song so much. It is like. It's it's to me like the perfect hair metal song. That's I mean Lizzie Borden does hair metal just a tad bit harder, which is what I fucking get into. I like that about them. Chris told me that I have to play that song at his funeral. That, that, that and give him the axe. The it's gonna be back to back. Yeah. Those two. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna chop my head and off. Then, and then yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that when it's over, I'm gonna chop. Perfect. Great minds right. think alike. All right. All right. So just so you know, then, if I go first, I want you to play obituary chopped in half. And I want you to literally cut me in half in front of my whole family. I'm going to play fuck like a beast. And just <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to continue with what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. So next week, Black Roses, get ready because this one is going to be wild. We would try to get Ernie Keg stand on, but he hates us no, now. No, so, he's not a fan anymore. He said we got yeah. him too mainstream. So it is what yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, he said we sold out. It's like, damn, means. man. I, motherfucker. All right, Grizz, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. I almost lost it there. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm excited to finish this month out. We have a lot of plans for this year. Um, as you know, we have a Patreon. We always say we're going to update it more often. We try. <laughs> we promise. We promise. We will. We will. I finally have my studio dialed in here. You had a little bit of 
dialing in to do over there yeah, too we've there. been doing some upgrades and uh we really appreciate what everybody's doing for us let help us keep uh, the we, lights on yeah we got some things lined up though we got some new gear that we're hoping to try out soon enough uh, I mean, you know, hopefully if things get better when the the world at large, I would love to do some events soon. Get out yeah, there we'll, and it meets we'll everybody. That convention and, scene being, you know, maybe? fucking come come say hi and smoke with me because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a mooch. Give me the shit. <laughs> 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 and uh you know we're gonna be doing watch alongs again it's getting to be that time you probably shouldn't really be leaving your house anyway at this point but uh it's gonna be snowden season so we're gonna make you watch some terrible shit and hopefully we oh, don't yeah. get sued and end up on the people's court right <laughs> if, if, <laughs> if, if, <laughs> if we do it's great publicity <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put the gofundme up to hire a fucking real lawyer and show up the fucking Stephen P. New from fucking Jim Cornette oh, experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're gonna have him come out. Stephen P. Oh, New, oh man, Chris. Yeah, Stephen P. New, Stephen P. New, Stephen P. New, Stephen P. New. Look, free, 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 advertisement. free advertisements. There we go. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to hit him up. I'll send him the invoice. Like, yo, bro. So, uh, Grizz, I have to say i am excited for this year i got some new tapes in that i cannot wait to do like we said we're gonna do that texas splatter trilogy right we're gonna fucking mow through those three classics eventually uh i got some other stuff that i really want to do maybe you can try to make sense of the movie dead is dead uh we'll do that on I here i have the sequel to. so yeah i would like that's to watch gonna both be fun. of those because that's something i've never seen and i've heard mixed reviews so i would yeah. love to see what you think of those these were all outlaws too like we're gonna we got to do goblin more yes. todd sheets lunatic i would love to do hell yeah dude i, I got i finally 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 dude took me i don't know how fucking long so remember when i was looking for um what's it called uh bay of blood oh yeah the the the, the gorgon clamshell yes scored it and you super know how, cheap yeah well you know how long it took me to finally fucking find that and to, to acquire it i'm so pumped to finally get it i finally got the other clam that i wanted and that is death dream baby and i gotta thank my boy bruce death dream is a great fucking movie dude dude what's the other name for that movie it's uh dead of night yeah that's what it is he sent me a fucking nice copy it's fucking in great shape um if you don't know one of my favorite movies is children shouldn't play with dead things and of course this movie is made by the same people yeah makes sense and yeah it's bob clark movie um he also did a christmas story which he may have fucking watched uh what two weeks ago maybe i don't oh, know yeah. but he also this is like made the, this fucking the, sick ass movie the vietnam vet right that comes back yep. and yeah he's, dude, d- he's, he's dead. killed in vietnam and he comes it. back oh such a good movie dude they said you were dead no they said you were killed yeah. i was <laughs> bitch what <are> talking about <laughs> fucking awesome i can't wait to do that movie Good that's scores, gonna be great dude. i want to yeah. i want to try to get keg stand on for that i, I know he's probably he's gotta be a fan super good yeah movie. i hope so and if not i would like to watch it for the first time with him yeah that'd be cool so, to get a first time perspective mr grizz is there anything else that you would like to say to our loving audience no go out and immediately watch at dawn they sleep because i can't say enough good things about it so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as i enjoyed watching this movie again and again and and we will be back next week with black roses